Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Big deal is Dalvin Cook's deal with the Jets. A deal one year, $8.6 million on the table for Cook, the 28-year-old. Four straight Pro Bowl seasons with the Vikings, and now he joins Aaron Rodgers, who took the massive $35 million pay cut to give the team flexibility to sign players like Cook, and they did it. He was in the building last month. They let him get out the door. You thought he was going somewhere else because he was asking for too much money. At least that's what I thought. But they nailed him down last night. And with the number one back haul coming back from an ACL surgery, the Jets just wanted their backfield to be a little thicker. Recently, the head coach Salah said, obviously you don't want to say no to a great player. And now they've got him. And they think he'll be ready for week one against the Bills on September 11th. He's still on the pup list. It's going to be close. Salah still likes Zonovan Knight and Michael Carter, but uh, they averaged only three and a half yards per rush last season, and that was terrible if you look around the league. They also have a Bonaconda, a fifth-round pick out of Pitt in their running back room. Of course, Cook had shoulder surgery in February, still at least a week away from being able to practice. He's about to have a kid, so that might delay it even further. But he's coming to the Jets. They've already signed Lazard and Nicole Hardman, and they changed all their coordinators. Uh, This guy's uh, a guy that does damage when he runs. Since 2019, he's averaged 111 scrimmage yards per game, second only to King Henry. This guy had four straight 1,000-yard seasons. They haven't had a 1,000-yard rusher on the Jets since 2015. And Salah says he's been a dynamic ball carrier for a long time. Last year was his least efficient season. He's had all kinds of shoulder injuries and now had the surgery on it. He played every game. He rushed for 1,173 yards in 2022. His per carry average was a career low, 4.4 yards. He led the NFL with 62 carries for a loss or no gain, and only 34% of his carries gained a positive total of yards over expectation. He's had issues with the law as well. A former girlfriend sued him for physical and emotional abuse. Then he filed a suit against her for defamation. Those cases are still pending. 
he allegedly offered her, according to the Star Ledger, a million dollars to clear of wrongdoing despite her sworn abuse allegations against him. Salah said he's a very good young man. He has a plan. He knows exactly what he wants. And it was a really good discussion that they had with him. By the way, Chris Ivory was the last Jet to go over 1,000 yards in 2015. Obviously, yesterday on C2C, we told you that Zeke Elliott was signing with the Patriots. He's going to wear his old college number, 15. He wrote 1-5 all the way at Patriots in a tweet on X. It's a one-year deal. Of course, the Pats are thin in the backfield. Uh, it has a $3 million base salary, a million signing bonus, and can be worth up to $6 million with incentives plugged in. Now he's going to team up with Ramondre Stevenson in the Pats' backfield. Of course, Zeke had a career-low 876 rushing yards in 2022, but he did score 12 touchdowns, and he was great in short yardage and in pass protection. He averaged 3.9 yards per touch last season, the worst among running backs with at least 100 touches in the NFL. Now listen to this. The Pats are going to visit the Cowboys Sunday, October 1st in week four. Hello. Going back to Big D to hang out and try to beat the Cowboys. That should be fun to watch. Speaking of the Cowboys, the holdout is over with Zach Martin. He was able to meet with Jerry Jones before their game against Jacksonville over the weekend. And Martin said Jones was great. We were able to have a one-on-one, and I think that helped just being able to talk face-to-face. I think ultimately that's what made me feel more comfortable and how he felt more comfortable. And then we started talking about this and numbers and where we were eventually headed. So Martin's deal is going to guarantee him $36 million over the next two seasons, up from the $27.5 million he was set to earn in 23 and 24. Both years are fully guaranteed. It takes Martin from being the eighth highest paid in the league to third highest behind Atlanta's Chris Lindstrom and Quentin Nelson of the Colts who, you know, reset the market at 20 and a half and 20 million respectively. So he's going to make uh, around 18 million per. He was fined 50,000 per day for his absence. And bottom line was he was going to sit out. He, he thought he was uh, underpaid. Martin said, I just think I've been here a long time. I've accomplished some great things, but just felt like where I was in the market that it's something that had been deserved, and I felt strongly about it. He praised his agent. He said, obviously, it took a little time, but I'm super grateful to the Joneses. Once we started talking and having that connection, we were able to figure something out, and it worked out for both of us. Martin also said, someone talked to me and was like, when you step in the ring, you got to be ready for whatever. I didn't ever take it personal. He's got to say what he's got to say. I tried to stay quiet during it. Never wanted it to be a media thing back and forth. I think he appreciated that. I never wanted to play anywhere else, Martin said. And that's when I get some anxiety or have a rough day during this thinking about it. That's what it came down to. I don't want to play anywhere else. I don't want to play for another team. I don't want to move my family. And I was just hoping that something would get done. And luckily, we were able to get together and figure it out. He's going to be... 
33 in November. He's made the Pro Bowl in eight of his nine years. He's been named All-Pro six times. The Cowboys season starts September 10th at Snoopy against the New York football giants. Martin said, sounds like I'll get some time to get my legs underneath me, working in individuals, get some conditioning in, work my way into it slowly. We'll see. I feel pretty confident in the shape I'm in, but nothing mimics football shape than actually playing football. Hopefully a week, two weeks, I'll start feeling good and start getting to the point where I'm ready to rock and roll. So Brock Montana, Brock Purdy cleared one more hurdle. He's now able to participate in three practices in a row without a built-in off day. According to Kyle Shanahan, it's another important step in his recovery from off-season elbow surgery. He didn't play in their loss to the Raiders in Sunday's preseason opener. But Shanny said Purdy could play at some point in one of the final two preseason games. The Niners host the Broncos. Saturday night. Whenever he does go, it'll be his first live game rep since tearing the UCL in his right elbow in a playoff loss to the Eagles in the NFC Championship. Through camp, Purdy has taken all the reps with the starting offense on the days he has practiced. Since the league meetings in March, Lynch and Shanny have been adamant that Purdy will be the starter as long as he's healthy. And he's on track to do just that. Last week, he said his arm feels good. In terms of my arm and everything else, yeah, my arm feels great. Just still building back-to-back days and trying to gain all the strength that I can back from the rehab process of things. And I feel really confident. A horrible story as Alex Collins, a former Arkansas Hog running back who went into the NFL, played five seasons, died in a motorcycle crash near Lauderdale Lakes, Florida, over the weekend, according to the Broward Sheriff's Office. He was 28. It's just awful. He crashed into a sport utility vehicle, uh, according to news releases. Uh, The SUV was making a left turn when Collins' motorcycle hit its rear passenger side, causing him to go through a window, come to rest inside the vehicle. He was dead at the scene. The crash is under investigation. He was a fifth-round pick of the Seahawks in 2016. He was released by Seattle a year later and then became a huge fan surprise in 2017 with the Ravens. They loved him in Baltimore in the Charm City. He led Baltimore with 973 yards and six TDs. He did an Irish dance that he learned from his daughter uh, of his, like I guess his high school football coach's daughter is the one that taught him how to do it. And obviously the Ravens are bummed out with heavy hearts. We mourn the passing of Alex Collins, according to the Ravens. Always quick to greet everyone with a smile. A genuinely kind person who carried a special joy and passion wherever he went. May Alex always be remembered for the light and love he brought to so many people in his life. Russell Wilson loved him. He said, to one of my favorite teammates, you brought joy to every huddle. Keep dancing in heaven. Love you, AC. Forever missed. Hashtag rip. He was playing in the USFL for the Memphis Showboats this spring. He rushed for 98 yards and a TD in three games. John Harbaugh said he was a joy to be around. Someone whose light shined brightly. I'll always remember him for being a great teammate who had an uplifting spirit that impacted everyone he encountered. He was also smart. He was a player who ran with unlimited determination. 
and he contributed to a lot of our success during his time in Baltimore. The guy rushed for 1,000 yards in three consecutive seasons at Arkansas and scored 20 TDs as a junior. He's one of five players in SEC history to rush for 1,000 yards in three straight seasons, along with Herschel Walker, Kevin Falk, Darren McFadden, and Benny Snell Jr., How crazy is that that he died? And then remember Ryan Mallett, the backup QB for the 2017 Ravens, also started at Arkansas in college. He died this summer. He drowned while swimming with his girlfriend in Florida. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 